peace and goodwill to all men. It's time to shine, 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 shine. Welcome to another edition of Pauls with the Pastors. I'm Tammy Jackson, the senior pastor here at Anston First United Methodist Church. I am joined today by Kyle Bryan, who is our Associate Pastor of Discipleship and Outreach. We're also joined today by Cricket, which is um, Kyle and Leanne's new puppy. And so if you hear a little bit of chewing or you hear Kyle yipping, um, you will know it is because Cricket is with us. We're getting ready to talk about the upcoming sermon for this Sunday. We're in a sermon series called The Model Church. We're looking at what the book of Acts tells us about how churches operate. In chapter 2, verses 42 through 47, we're given kind of the model church when everything was going perfectly. They were paying attention to what they were supposed to. They were dedicated and committed. They were developing relationships with one another. They're developing their relationship with God. They were meeting the needs of everyone around them, and they found that they had more than enough to meet those needs. However, very quickly after that, we see that like with any time we gather people around us, people are not perfect. So our groups, our organizations are not perfect either, and they had challenges to face. This week, we're looking at an episode with Philip and the Ethiopian eunuch that we find in Acts chapter 8. I'm going to read a few verses of that to us. I'm reading out of the message translation, beginning in verse 26. Later, God's angel spoke to Philip and said, At noon today, I want you to walk over to that desolate road that goes from Jerusalem down to Gaza. Philip got up and went. He met an Ethiopian eunuch coming down the road. The eunuch had been on a pilgrimage to Jerusalem and was returning to Ethiopia, where he was the minister in charge of all the finances of Candace, the queen of the Ethiopians. He was riding in a chariot and reading from the prophet Isaiah. The spirit told Philip, climb up into the chariot. So running alongside, Philip heard the eunuch reading Isaiah, and he said, do you understand what you're reading? The eunuch answered and said, how can I without some help? He invited Philip into the chariot with him to discuss it. I'm skipping down to verse 36 that says, As they continued down the road, they came to a stream of water. The eunuch said, Here's water. Why can't I be baptized? He ordered the chariot to stop. They both went down to the water, and Philip baptized him on the spot. When they came up out of the water, the Spirit of God suddenly took Philip away, and that was the last the eunuch saw of him. But he didn't mind. He had what he had come for, and he went on down the road as happy as he could be. So we need to talk a little bit about what is a eunuch in order to put this um, in some context. Yes, we do. <laughs> so we know that there are really two different kinds of eunuchs, particularly in the ancient world. There was one where, um, and we know this is sensitive information, we're going to cover it as gently as we can, but we need to talk and tell the truth about what the Bible says and what Things are being covered in Scripture. There were eunuchs who were created eunuchs. They were castrated because they were placed in charge of women, particularly the concubines and the harems of rulers, and they didn't want to have to worry about um, 
them being attracted to and having a sexual relationship with the women they were in charge of taking care of. So they would castrate them to kill the sexual drive. The other kind of eunuch would be um, someone who was born um, with non-standard genitalia. Or indistinguishable or Mm -hmm. not present at all. Yes. And we know from the Old Testament, when we look at the people of Israel establishing worship, that anybody who had anything that made them different were excluded from worship. Um, It says specifically like with a crushed testicle or someone who had any kind of difference in their body. This even went to like men could go all the way in to the area, but women could only go so far in. Gentiles, those who were not Israelites, could go even less in. And then there were people who weren't supposed to come in at all. And you're talking about the temple areas of worship. the temple and the tabernacle area. It feels to me when I read the Old Testament as the goal was perfection and wholeness and anything less than that kind of got kicked to the curb. But there seem to be a lot of reasons to exclude people from full inclusion in the worship and the religious life and in, in the community of faith. Jesus, on the other hand, begins to erase some of those boundaries between people. He associated with tax collectors and prostitutes, and he forgave adulterers. Um, and allowed, you know, allowed a woman who was hemorrhaging, who was not whole, mm-hmm. to, to touch his garment. Yes. Which would have been really taboo, very yes. much a no-no. And he told people who felt condemned for the way they were, um, whether they were unable to walk or unable to see, for those differences that excluded them from society, we see Jesus being very compassionate, very welcoming, and even sometimes saying to them, this is not about sin. Like, you're not like this because of either your or your parents' sin. Yeah, nothing you did, nothing anybody Mm -hmm. else has done has caused Mm -hmm. this to happen. And so this seems to continue as we move into Acts of seeing these boundaries be erased. So here we have someone who has made a journey to Jerusalem. Um, he's reading a scroll. That's yeah, really fascinating. It's the it whole, really is. The whole story is quite interesting. Because if you think about it, he would not have been welcomed Mm-mm. at the temple. But yet there was something that drew him. I think we still see that in our society today. People that... Sometimes church people would want to exclude, mm-hmm. feel drawn because they're drawn to God's love and grace and mercy. And I always have a, a bit of a hesitation. I don't want to be an obstacle, a barrier between someone who is feeling drawn to the Lord. Yeah, and I think it's really, really interesting to see how, um, you know, Abraham was to be a light to the nations and mm-hmm. um, so was Israel. Mm-hmm. And we see throughout the Old and New Testament ways that God expands that to include others. God has mm-hmm. always expanded mm-hmm. um, the kingdom to include as many people as possible. That's right. Um, and so it, it just continues in the New Testament. Mm-hmm. And so here we see someone who absolutely would not have been considered appropriate for inclusion in the people of God, who is welcomed. And he even says, why can't I be baptized? And I, I would love to hear the rest of that conversation. Philip goes, no reason you can't. Let's get out. <laughs> you know, one of the I, I preached on this text a few weeks ago at Weaver. Um, and one of the the things I would love to know is what portion of Isaiah was the eunuch reading. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and I can't remember the exact text, but there is a text in Isaiah where it talks about eunuchs being welcomed at Zion. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And I can only imagine that that's the text that he's reading. So mm-hmm. How does this happen? How does mm-hmm. this happen? And Philip gets the opportunity to tell him how it happens. Mm-hmm. What does this mean for me? Because um, that's our great hope is that people will find themselves in God's story. Um that we are all written in to this unfolding story of love and of God's interaction with the people that God has created and loves the people that Jesus came for. So over time, we come to have different and better understandings of how the love of God is expressed and who is drawn and what our role should be in connecting people to God. So we hope that you'll join us this week as we look at this episode in Acts and what it has to do with us as God's church in the world today. We'll be in the sanctuary at 1400 Noble Street at 10 a.m. You can also worship with us online on Facebook Live or YouTube. Let it shine, let it shine